0: what is going on everybody welcome in to the first episode of 2024 here on the daily energy newsbeat stand up it is a gorgeous as i mentioned wednesday january 3rd 2024. I'll never. It's going It's hard getting used to say that, Stu. Um, but great to be with us, guys. I'm your humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, coming to you from an undisclosed location here in Dallas, Texas. Joined by the executive producer of the show, the preparer of the show, and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website, EnergyNewsbeat.com. We're back, Stu. Did you have a good break? Oh, it
1: was unbelievable. Got to spend some time with my grandson, my daughter, my son, and my spouseage. I got a little
0: th- bit of a son in Florida. Um, one of the last uh, places you can still get sun this time of year. So it's interesting. I've never done a Christmas in Florida, but definitely would like to do it again. So,
1: I, hey, we're gonna have a fantastic year. Buckle up! It's gonna be energy
0: entertainment. It's, it's going to be absolutely unbelievable. We have an absolutely um a great menu lined up. OPEX, we're going to keep it a little more general today. Um, markets are sort of, you know, as we record this on on Tuesday, the second, things are still kind of warming up for the new year. We do have markets open a little bit, but You know, tomorrow is really going to kind of be the big day um, when everything starts rolling out. So today's story is a little more general. Uh, We'll start out with OPEC's influence on oil prices to remain significant in 2024. Next up, Qatar Energy, ExxonMobil moving forward, Global Pass, LNG work. And then finally, Energy Market Outlook. What can we expect in 2024? Uh, will then toss it over to me. I'll quickly cover what's going on in the oil and gas markets, what we've seen kind of over the past week and a half, and then quickly discuss the Willow project. That was kind of the big uh, finance news that got announced recently. ConocoPhillips uh, announcing their final investment decision to go ahead and move forward with that project. So we'll opine on that a bit and then we'll let you guys get out of here get your new year started right guys again as always we appreciate you checking us out and all the news and analysis you are about to hear analysis and quotes but so for for what it's worth uh, you can find that all energynewsbeat.com the best place for all your energy <laughs> And oil and gas news, Stu and the team do an outstanding job of making sure that website um stays up to speed with everything you need to know to be the tip of the spear when it comes to the energy business. We are gearing up for Nate. We will be there live recording podcast February um 2nd. No, what is it? uh 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. Come check us out. Um, we're going to be there. We're going to have multiple podcast booths going. If you'd like to be on the podcast, reach out to us um Nate at Sandstone or we'll have, the, we'll have the description um below we'll, we'll get everybody access to the UK we'll, we'll have a little form we'll do it we'll do it form style see we we just uh we come up with this stuff live we love it so we'll, we'll have a little form check that out um if you want to be on the podcast it'll be great we're going to have I mean it's going to be 24/7 running guys you don't it's going to be unbelievable um check us out Nate you can also Find us, this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, You can visit the website, um, energynewsbeat.com to also see all of the show notes. Um, You can check out the description below uh, to see timestamps, links to the articles, everything that you need to know um, about the episode. You can check us out also on YouTube. We're really going to push YouTube in 2024. So dashboard.energynewsbeat.com, that's our oil and gas data platform. Um, A lot of good stuff upcoming on that. So uh, we'll be ready to see. But I'm out of breath though, Stu, where do you want to begin?
1: Hey, let's start off with our buddies over there at uh, OPEC. And I want to give a shout out to the Irina Slav. I absolutely love Irina. She is an absolute hoot. Um, Irina Slav at Substack.com. OPEC's influence on oil prices to remain significant in 2024. Uh, Michael, I just want to read these three bullet points real quick. Fears lower demand and rising non-OPEC supply threatens the OPEC cuts. Bullet point number two: U.S. oil producers took everyone by surprise this year, adding one million barrels uh, in daily output. Woo, go U.S. oil! Uh, OPEC share in the global uh, total may have fallen because of the cuts, but it's still pretty solid at twenty-seven percent of the total. This is going to be the only time that I quite honestly may disagree a little bit with Irina. And I'm going to talk to her uh, next Monday on the uh, international show with Armand Cavendish. And uh, it is a great group with David Blackman and everybody else and Tammy Nima. Here's where I disagree a little bit. OPEC is losing the ability to manipulate prices because of the dark fleet and bricks. BRICS is now really trading outside of the petrodollar. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing in this next year that's really going to show that BRICS is going to have their pricing matrices priced into the the dollar. But you're going to see the demise of the US dollar kick in with the pricing matrices. Stabilizing out under bricks—that's still yet to be determined. But they don't have that handled yet. Ah,
0: yeah. I, I mean, obviously, the dynamics of OPEC Plus have have stumbled a little bit with the addition of bricks, if only because of the fact that there seem to be different. I, I love what irena does here. Is, is points out that you know the the non-OPEC that first bullet point, non-OPEC supply threats are almost more important than the cuts happening elsewhere of OPEC. Now, you have to take US off the table as she aptly points out. We've done an incredible job of adding barrels to the market. A little over 1 million barrels per day added okay. back to the to the market. That's one Thing you won't hear Joe Biden talk about on the campaign trail. He'll 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 leave that convenient fact out that he was responsible for adding one million barrels of oil to to the U.S. market. Kind of crazy.
1: It is crazy. But let's give a shout out to our great uh, oil and gas industry because the regular uh, uh, legislation through regulatory actions taken by this administration have been horrific, and mm-hmm. the consumers getting it in the drive-through. In fact, they're getting hit in the back of the head with a shovel. So hard by this administration's regulatory actions, their price for energy is gone through the roof and they get hit in the back of the head with a shovel. They got to put their eyes back in their head, go around. It's a horrible thing.
0: I say it tongue in cheek because the cost of energy has also then risen, even though... Oil And we, even though we've added 1 million barrels to the market, energy costs for everybody have risen. So it's, you know, I'm, you know, we can thank Heinz 57 for that. So I I think OPEC, you know, OPEC plus is. Lurch is a mutt. (laughs) <laughs> um opec plus i think is really in an interesting position they can continue to cut 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 and as we sit here right now oil's 70 bucks not even some i mean not even a full i mean the only thing that I me mean, and i hate to say this the only thing that's going to save oil prices and what i mean save i mean get it back to the, the 90 100 120 twenty dollar oil prediction that everybody had i mean let's let's be very clear here everybody in 20 you know, quarter three of 2023, every talking head was saying 90 to $100 oil. As we stand today in 2024, oil is 70 bucks, And the only thing that can possibly get us there is full-blown Lindsey Graham-style war with Iran, which nobody wants and we should avoid at no, all costs.
1: That man needs to be run out of town. Yeah, he's uh, been
0: lobotomized. Our- he's been lobotomized.
1: Oh, what a chatterhead. Uh, Lindsey Graham, being a Republican— is absolutely a chowderhead, and Lindsey Graham. If you're listening to the show, you're invited to come on this podcast. I will fly out and talk to you. I want to find out what you're thinking. I want to look under your toupee and find
0: out. I'd prefer to talk to his stunt double. I mean, he's been lobotomized, but that's beside the point. Point is, outside of that horrific thought. Of war with direct conflict with Iran. But Iran
1: Iran had their uh, destroyer go into the Red Sea and oil burped for 12 hours. And, And so now you and I have talked about this last year. You can see wars break out and it really does not impact it. Here's where I'm going to say it does impact it if Lindsey Graham gets his way because the Iran is shipping everything that they can not in U.S. dollars. You eliminate their amount of oil, and it happened. Are you raising
0: your hand? Now I'm with you. No, I'm just saying I'm with you. Oh, okay. So point of the matter is, I'm. <laughs> you know, all that being said, Stu, markets open today at at, at you know six, you know seven a.m. this morning. Markets open seven thirty. What happened? Or excuse me, 8.30 our time. We, we've seen that. an absolute tumble from 7 a.m. up at 70, a uh, little north of 70, uh, 350 all the way to currently trading here. I mean, it's about 11.30 a.m. here on Tuesday. It's 70.64. That's, right. You that's know like- what?
1: Uh, Hang on. I think this is uh, some of the politicians. They're doing some insider trading and they called yeah. up and they had the stock market reduce it so they can short the market.
0: No, I mean, markets I are kidding. down significantly. Don't, don't get me wrong. Um, and come on, you, you, they, they, they're all just excellent traders. <laughs> all right. Um, very interesting. We love Irina. Go check this one out. What's next?
1: Let's go to Qatar Exxon Mobil moving forward with golden pass LNG. Uh, work. This is huge. I, I always love seeing Qatar and other foreign countries buying our great assets. Um, Japan has bought a lot of the LNG facilities so they can nail down theirs. They just announced that uh, last month as well, too. Then you have nice. Total Energy uh, buying enough for two nuclear reactors they have bought into ERCOT. But you're not going to see that. I've got to bet with you. What right now, we're going to write this down. I bet you can't find it in their earnings report coming up. (laughs) It's going to be interesting to see where they bury that. Now, let's go to this article. State-owned Qatar owns 70% stake in the Golden Pass project with capacity more than 18 MTPA and off-takes 70% of the capacity on long-term contracts. 30% is only what ExxonMobil. Do you know what that, that is Horrific for energy security for the US.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's one of the few areas where I agree with our, our favorite Senator John Fetterman. I mean, he's, he was all over the US, the, the, the Nippon steel taking over uh, US steel. He was all over. I mean, he, he's obviously come out of whatever sickness he had and he's like, he's like thinking it's crazy. Hey,
1: do you think on a conspiracy theory, he actually signed up for the chip from Elon?
0: No, I oh, I, i'm kidding but i don't know i mean
1: wow where did this come from
0: you're on the chip um you're. if anyone's on the chip it's you um, oh thank you thank we, you
1: thank you very little
0: we we can point about six months ago Stu got the chip involved it's been, <laughs> it's been off the rails since but no it's it's very fascinating and and the government and specifically the federal trade commission is going to have a They've got a they've got their hands filled right now. I've heard rumblings that they don't like this Permian consolidation going on and that the Exxon Pioneer deal, the Chevron Um Hess deal, and all of these other ones are, are going to get a huge scrutiny look from, from the FTC from the standpoint of is this too do they think is this is too much consolidation? I don't oh. believe it is. But we can discuss that in another realm. The point is, the problem is, they're too busy worrying about if Chevron should buy Hess, to American companies, when you've got Japan coming in and buying up all our stuff. I mean, we like Japan. I got nothing against Japan, but we should be owning U.S. steel. You've got Qatar Energy coming in, swooping up. You know, one of our most, Sabine Pass is one of our most important infrastructure transit for, for natural gas. And now we're going to take the biggest export terminal available near that and we're going to hand it over to qatar because oh yeah uh, they've got please. our best interest at heart for sure oh, i no. love qatar never been there but uh, i'm, sure I'm going to get my passport
1: updated so i can go move there here's one of the things that please
0: uh, oh yeah please. shooting the show at midnight
1: yeah we're, we're off and running baby hey uh one of the things though is the uh venezuela and um Guyana uh item going off because that impacts Chevron and Hess big time and it's not being covered in the main uh news. It's like, ho hum. I mean, Venezuela, come on, it's overtaking all of our uh American oil companies that are out there drilling in Guyana, some of the largest uh areas in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't think will act that'll actually I mean it's more you know, oh, they stole. I, I'm not too worried about the Venezuelan. Conflict. Maybe meeting, you are.
1: He's meeting with Russia. He's signed a deal. He's done some more things. So you're talking you coordinate some, that
0: meeting between uh, Putin and Maduro? Uh
1: Actually, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because Armando asked me this morning if I was on the plane with the Venezuelan and Brazilian uh, uh, presidents and Putin. And I did say, by the way, if it did happen, uh, Putin would have said that the U.S. sanctions uh, don't matter because he doesn't mind. It's mind over matter, baby. Mind over matter. All right, what's next? Okay, let's go to the last one: the energy market. I love this one from Watt Logic. Uh, Watt Logic did an outstanding uh, job of this article. is outstanding from uh, reassessing the energy economics around the world. Uh, cop 28 really threw in some, uh, head busting going around in there. The world is waking up that natural gas is going to be needed. Uh, I did talk to, uh, Hugo Kruger, that podcast is coming out. He's out. Of, he was in uh, Paris when I interviewed him yep. and, uh, he's out of say, um, South Africa. South Africa is almost all coal. So King Coal is back in big. Uh, We're going to see a resurgence of nuclear everywhere except in the U.S. Uh, You're seeing uh, the big interconnect between uh, Denmark and England that has now come in. England is now importing big amounts of energy from France and nuclear, nuclear resurgence is coming back into France. They are now rebuilding some of their, they're only at 50% capacity on their nuclear fleet. So you're also going to see a huge, just like you're seeing with those other uh, energy thread that we had running in today's show, um, the natural gas rolling back in into being very, very important to the global market. China this morning had just put out, that they have gone from 20 uh, billion uh, in their uh, ex in their capacity for uh, natural gas to 50 billion. Uh, I have to go through the numbers again, but it's incredible. Took them 20 years to get to 30. Took them three years to get to 40, and they're going to be there in a year to get to the 50. Unbelievable amount of natural gas China is putting out now.
0: I mean. I agree with everything you said. I think it's going to be a real interesting year for energy. I think it's going to be a great year for energy. I think we're going to see again, we're going to see natural gas continue to win as the fuel of the future, despite everybody's, you know, despite all the cops, you know, where's cop 30 this year or next year?
1: I don't know and don't care. I don't know that it'll actually happen and I'll go into that in a different podcast. Uh, But um uh, there's a lot of things happening on that. And I'll bring that in. That's a teaser. You heard it here. A second. Yeah. Um, anyway. No, absolutely love it. Well, you got anything else? Oh, no, we're going to have a great year, Michael. I want to give everybody a shout out for a thank you for everyone that gave us great feedback. Michael, I want to give you a shout out because your deal spotlight is finally coming to fruition and our feedback on your expertise is phenomenal. Great job. I don't know who you're talking
0: about, but uh, it's your dog. uh, He's not. not It's, it's 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 Sandy over there. But no, I appreciate it. Great stuff coming out we've got some some cool new sponsors we're excited to announce some some projects with and, and if you are looking to, to to do any sort of content marketing if you guys are 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 needing to push whatever company you got give us a call guys questions at energynewsbeat.com and we'll, one last thing we'll we'll help you out what do you got we got finance up next oh yeah but uh nape is where deals
1: happen and energy Newsbeat is where reach happens
0: ah oh, man you love That's that right.
1: I love that one.
0: <laughs> Even if I am a... Never mind. Off to your. All right. Um. I, really, I think there's. You know, as we mentioned, we're recording this about um 11:30 here. Um, on the second, we we've seen markets specifically S and P 500 drop about a half a percentage point, Nasdaq tumbling about 1.4 percentage points, mainly off the back of what was an insanely strong 2023. I think everybody saw a recession coming, yet we finished 2023, specifically last week, very close to market highs. You know, we're, we're a little off that today. We've seen um, 10-year yields rise by about two percentage points, dollar index up about 3 quarter quarters of a percentage point. We've seen Bitcoin now crossing 45,000. That's up 1.9 percentage points As a result of all that market strength, we've seen crude oil. Um, As we mentioned, overnight weakness or overnight strength mainly on the back of, of the Iran-U.S. shadow conflict going on right now in the Red Sea. But all that seemed to be wiped away with with, with the strong dollar. Um, oil now currently down about 1.6 percentage points from that opening here on the second. 70.81 as we currently trade. Brent oil only down about a half a percentage point. 77, 77.81. Natural gas actually trading up a little bit relative to where it opened Uh, or relative to the close yesterday, but still down overall on the day, $2.56 currently. So um, good to see natural gas. Slightly pop a little bit. I thought there was two things that were interesting, Stu. One, we heard over what was really a quiet, you know, last week. To be honest, we would have come live if there was anything crazy that happened. Really, the only thing that I saw that drops, Stu, was was the uh, ConocoPhillips announces the final investment decision as a go for uh, as a go uh, for the Willow project, which is located in Alaska's North Slope. Um, that this is following the approval. Um, by of uh, the NEPA trans or of the NEPA submission done, um, and, and by the state legislator and federal government, kind of up- approving this permit. Um, there's a, there's a couple interesting. You know, we had uh um you know both senators Dan Sullivan and Lisa Murkowski um who who were excited and, and say so they're grateful for the Supreme Court for being able to, to spin that out. You know, this is estimated to do at peaks do 180 thousand barrels of crude oil per day. Um, uh, they're estimating somewhere between eight and 17 billion in new revenue for the federal government state of Alaska and the state, uh, Alaska native communities. Um, you want to talk about that, that UB you want to talk about UBI Alaska has been given oil checks out for a while. They're about to go up because, uh, Conoco going to come in. This is one of the, you know, there, you know, we could talk maybe in another podcast about some of the last untouched, just huge amount of reserves that are available. It's pretty much, we found it all. I mean, and not that we didn't know it was here, but there's they're, 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 we're running out of these type of locations. This is one of them. Um, the Ninth Circuit um, Appeals going ahead and denying that plaintiff's request for an injunction. So they're able to go ahead and say, let's move forward. Um, that's going to be a big project, Stu. We know you're, you're, you're sensitive and you love the North Slope up there.
1: I do. My granddad, uh, he's one of the chief geologists that discovered it up there. And uh, I got some really cool pictures of him stepping off the old helicopters and I love me some Alaska. Uh,
0: Absolutely. One one of these days, you'll be uh, bear country will literally be Alaska. Right now, it's not.
1: (laughs) But Got an overpopulation of bears hanging around.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. So what else you got, Stu? Oh,
1: it's just going to be a fantastic year, dude.
0: It's going to be great. We appreciate everybody uh, staying with us. We're excited for 2024. Uh, We're back lots of energy. We're ready to go. Um, We'll be with you all through the craziness in 2024, guys. With that, we'll let you get out of here. Get back to work. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you tomorrow, folks.